Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. <clears throat> if this is your first time here with us, then uh, please let us know that too. And we want to send you guys, obviously, a uh, extra warm, special welcome for uh, finding your way to this incredible family and this incredible community. We are... Uh, Towards the end of the year, can you, I don't know. I don't know if you guys can. I, I cannot. Oh, my microphone's all the way down here. You probably can't hear me that well. That should probably make a, a world of a difference. Um, <clears throat> yeah, kind of amazing how fast these years go by. And uh, I think the conversation we'll have today is, you know, what's going to make this year different than the ones before? How many of you guys uh, made a ton of, maybe not a ton, but... Uh, say I in the chat box, if you had New Year's resolutions, if you made them, if you make them, you know, if that's your process and um, follow that up with how many of you guys have actually fulfilled on your New Year's resolution. You know, most of us like we have a New Year's resolution and then within a week we're right back to where we were doing the same old junk, waiting for the next year. Um, so yeah, I want to kind of have this conversation today about what it'll look like to actually fulfill on your New Year's resolutions and to actually have this next year be wildly different than the year before. And what I want to offer you is that a year, while it goes by in a blink of an eye, uh, is a tremendous amount of time to completely change the trajectory of one's life. I'm not necessarily saying that you can go from black to white or on off or whatever it might be in a year. Um, you can you just, I don't want to create that precedence. What you can certainly do is, is you can start to create structures, habits, uh, processes, and in, in the level, in the language that we use like new awarenesses that can actually start to have massive, massive shifts in your life to get you onto that new path. So if you're, you know, the thing that's most pressing to you is health, then I can assure you, you doing more of what you've been doing, if it hasn't been working, is not going to move the needle for you. If there's a relationship that's really stuck or your finances are really stuck or whatever it might be, then you're going to need to start taking different action. My, my wife just turned, uh, she had a birthday yesterday and we were sitting around and it's interesting that, that my wish for her was also her wish for herself and she wants to create more flow and ease. And I said, okay, well, what action would you take that would start to move you into that direction? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, well, can I make a suggestion? And I said, and she said, yeah, sure. I said, wake up every morning and before you start your day, meditate for five to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what her immediate re response was? I don't know. I can't do that. 
and and I chuckled and I was like, well, you just told me you want to create more effortless flow and ease in your life, right? I'm telling you that this is a way to do that. She goes, yeah, but I, I wake up and I have this to-do list and I have the, I, was, I was like, yes, and that's the point. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, listen, if you're not going to take new action or you're not willing to take new action, then you can't expect to have a new result in your life. Like period, end of story. Mm. This notion that we have as humans that things are going to somehow work out eventually, like someday I'm just going to get to this place and all of a sudden I'll have more flow and ease. I'm telling you, like flow and ease doesn't come from making more money. It doesn't come from your job being less stressful. It doesn't come from like life slowing down because you've been doing this for decades. And the truth is, Life keeps coming. Work keeps being overwhelming. Your kids are going to always request things of you. Like shit's always going to come up. So the circumstances are not going to change until you respond differently to the circumstances. And then they'll have to change because energetically your external world will no longer be a match for your internal. So the fastest way to create any shift and, and we'll talk about this more in depth today, but the fastest way to create any shift is you have to start with you internally. And I'll, I'll just say this one last thing and then I'll, I'll kick it to Guy. If the way that you've gone about that has gone from reading tons of books, watching tons of videos and doing all of those things and that hasn't worked or is not working as well as it used to, then what I would offer is that doing more of that in the upcoming year is also not going to get you to where you want to get to. So if you're someone out there right now, that's, you know, like you've, you've invested time, you've read the books, you've watched videos, you've, you've done all these things and you're still feeling stuck. I want to offer you that you've taken that path, which is an awesome path, by the way, you've just taken that path as far as that thing can go. Right, like you've gotten maximum value from it. And I'm sure it's created great results in your life. And if you're watching this law of diminishing returns on that, we want to invite you to step into something new. Because Guy and I did that for 15 years before we had the revelation. Like, oh, maybe it doesn't work so well anymore. Like, let's let's look for other things. And when you can marry that world, which I call the cerebral world right? Like, like this is the mind wanting more information, the mind wanting more insights, the mind wanting more aha moments. It makes you feel really great. Maybe you make a shift, maybe you don't, but you do feel great in, in the experience of it. And then there's the experiential. There's like the in here, in the nervous system, right? In the body. And it's like a different landing when something lands in here. Right. For example, like when you, the difference of reading about or watching something about, you know, uh, some, uh, sickness or disease of some sort, and then walking into the doctor's office and them giving you some sort of label, right? Like there's a huge difference between the two. In that moment, something shifts inside and it's like, you can't undo that. And that's what we've gotten really good at sharing with people and pointing them to have not just the cerebral knowing, but have the actual experience in the physical body, in the nervous system, so that you don't keep replicating the same patterns over and over and over again. Like you can actually start to work through stuff without just getting stuck and understanding it more and more and more. Yeah. And so to Elon's point, I want to take a little survey here, if you guys don't mind. Like, how many of you guys are here because you want to upgrade or enhance your performance as a human being? You could put a number one in the chat box if you want to upgrade your performance as a human being. And that could be like, you know, perform better at work or uh, could be around your health or something like that. Okay, so number one in the chat box if you want to increase your performance. And you can pick multiple ones if you if you align to different one of these. How many of you guys really want to focus on healing? You know, over the next year, put number two in the chat box. And healing could be, you know, healing your relationship with yourself, healing um, your relationship with others, 
It could be healing from trauma, anything like that. Okay. And then how many guys, um, you know, your, your focus is, and again, you can pick all these if you, if you feel called to it, uh, is more around like resolution. You just want to fucking get over it. <laughs> like you just want to, you want to be done with it finally. I'm going to put a number three in the chat box if you're just one like resolution. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. So I see there's a, a, a wide swash of all of them. And then to be perfectly honest, I want all three all the time. <laughs> like, you know, I, I want all three. And you know, I was just uh, on with our, our L1s, our level one people um, on a training. And I wanted to create this distinction because it, it, it added some clarity for me. I've been reading a really a book that I think we need to recommend a lot more. There's a, a beautiful uh, author out there called Gabor Mate. I know uh, Natalie Woodcock, who was just chatting in the in the chat box, has actually uh, conversed with him back and forth, and has seen him speak. And he's uh, he's making the podcast circuit in the in developmental space um, pretty wide right now. But he's got a book called uh, The Myth of Normal. The Myth of Normal. If you want to go get that on uh, Amazon or Audible. For those of you guys that that listen, or for those of you guys that read, um, it, it's profound. And and he is a um, a psychologist by trade, like a traditional psychologist. He uh, has been there for a thousand live births, so helped um, through that. Has a, a very wide view of human development, and like most people in his field, uh, his view was constructed by education and had some like a very narrow point of view. Uh, in terms of he what healing was, what growth is, and how to increase human performance. And then in the last 10 years, he he started doing a lot of plant medicine work and being much more energetically attuned. And so I enjoy the book very much because here's a person who's, I think, you know, around 75, 76 years old, who spent a very large portion of his life trying to figure out how to heal himself, speaking on stages, uh, advocating for, for well-being. And, and it was only when he started doing real energetic work that he really started understanding uh, what healing work really is. And so he makes this really beautiful distinction. So I want to give him credit where credit is due, is that most people perceive healing as resolution. Okay. It's like actually like resolving something. And I think we all want to be like, Hey, I want to stop being angry or I want to stop feeling afraid or I want to start feeling sad. But here's, here's the, here's the reality. Whatever it is that you're experiencing is just part of being a human being. If you were to take away the anger or the sadness or the joy or the ecstaticism, you would no longer be a human being. That's just part of being a squash of being a human being. And so I've often thought of healing as resolution as well, which is why I want to make this, this distinction here, because he, he defines healing as a, a state of wholeness. And to be whole doesn't mean that you got rid of anything. It actually means that you've you fully accepted it, right? And, and from my to add my own language to it, that means uh, having compassion for that part of you that gets angry or has grief or has sadness or this, that, and the other. And he cites a study in there that basically says that the people who focus the most on being happy are considered to be the less, the least happy people. Okay. It's often the thing that we, because when we focus on anything in this world nonstop, what we're subconsciously telling ourselves is, is that there's a lack of that in our lives. And that's ultimately what, what's being created. Because all we notice is the absence of it. And when you notice the absence of it, you you create it through your words and your actions and your state of being uh, and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm saying this because performance, I want to give you what I believe are the keys to these different areas of life. If you want to become better at performing, okay, like upgrade some area of your life, uh, it requires you to do a few things. First one is to take responsibility for what's happening. Second is to put it into integrity. And the third is to create systems of accountability where you can take action where no action was present before. Okay. You can do those things. You're going to perform like crazy. Now, most people avoid responsibility. They don't know the first thing about integrity and they're terrible at being held accountable. Okay. And this is why <laughs> most people, and that's why most people like, they actually don't have what they want in their, in their lives and things don't work for them. So, that is what we focus on in level one. You can do those things. You can you can grow and increase your performance tremendously. When it comes to our level two and level three work, we really focus on healing and resolution. 
And healing is, is not something that you can think about. It's not something that happens outside of yourself. It's not because you change your circumstances. It's not because you make more money or anything like that. It is literally a felt experience. It's learning how to navigate your inner world. Okay. We've all become very good at surviving our, our outer world, or for the most part, have become good at surviving and just you're not, not really thriving, but you're, you got to understand that your outer world and what's happening out here and the areas that you feel stuck in or that you're not making headway in is because there's a, there's a associated response in your nervous system, a subtle and sometimes not so subtle something happening down here. And there's a particular way that human beings, especially in the Western world, have been trained to view what's happened. Like they don't even get trained to view what's happening inside of their system. And they're very externally focused on consumerism, materialism, on changing our circumstances, on, you know, doing, doing, doing. But there's very, very little education, if any, on how to look inside and be. And this is where we want to really uh, focus on. And, and it's the last thing I'll say here about it is uh, and again this is something i share with the l1s and, and i really just want to give more of like an overview perspective on and what it is that you could focus on to really get these three these three areas aligned for yourself because you, you we want to begin to understand that human beings biologically are, are pack creatures like all mammals you know we we operate together and so a lot of the trauma that we have yeah there's could be internal trauma and how you know you're not kind to yourself there's not a lot of compassion sure but then there is the relational aspect of our lives, which is extremely important to us, right? And, and biologically so, it's, a, it's literally a need, a necessity. And then there is our relationship to, to groups as well. And so when we're doing uh, work, a lot of us are stuck because as we were growing up and we had our family dynamic and our cultural dynamic, there were certain perceptions and traumas that were instilled just in your environment that you didn't choose them. You're not like, oh, okay, well, this is the characteristic trait I want. I'll take a little bit of that one, a little bit of that one. And like, boom, I form my identity, my personality, and like everything is hunky-dory. Those things just kind of happen on their own. And so the trauma that you experienced was moments in your life where there was misattunement and you didn't get a need met in that moment. And so your system had to very intelligently do something to survive this very unpleasant feeling, this very unpleasant sensation, which often was like, I'm going to die. This is so uncomfortable. This doesn't feel good. And so something had to respond in that moment. And that is often, if not completely, what forms our identity and personality and you know, all these character traits and how we operate through this world and whether you're going to be addicted to this or that, whether you're going to have relationships at work or relationships that don't. Again, you didn't choose these things. They just kind of happened. Now, hopefully, as being part of this community, you can recognize that even though those things happened when you were a child, the way that your biology operated when you were a child is the same way your biology operates now, which means if you had an unmet need when you were three years old and now you're 43 years old and that need still hasn't been met, the way that we meet that need and increase our performance and get to healing and ultimately resolve something when it's time to resolve it, by the way, you know, res resolution just kind of happens spontaneously on its own. It's not, it's not something you can choose. It's not something Elon and I can make happen. We can focus on growth. We can focus on performance. We can focus on healing work and, be and becoming more whole. But like healing just happens in its own timing. All right. Like that, that's just its own thing. So what I want to offer you is whatever that need is, that need requires a certain type of environment, a certain type of attunement and a certain type of relational thing to happen, meaning <clears throat> like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I want to be understood. I want to be listened to. I want to be received in a certain way. I want to be seen for every aspect of myself. If I'm angry, I don't want love taken away from me because I'm angry once in a while. I don't want love taken away from me because I'm sad once in a while. I don't want to be uh, love taken away from me because once in a while I don't perform the way that I think that I should, right? Like I want to be received in all my ways. And so there's a need there that I have that I've been trying to meet through changing my circumstances. And maybe you can relate to this. And if you can just say I in the chat box and through these practices that Elon and I share with you guys here and certainly in our programs, what we're doing is we're giving you an environment 
in your nervous system and your heart and, and everything an opportunity to get that need met through the way that childhood development works. We just essentially recreate the same environment, except now we give it to you in a healthy way so that your nervous system, your psychology, your energetics receives that information in your system. And then something changes because when you no longer have a need, an unmet need in your system, you stop operating out of those programs in your life. Okay. And so if I can give you just like a final map here before I hand it over to Elon is the mind is only ever responding to what doesn't feel safe in the body. That's it. That's all the mind is doing. It's a, it's a kind of like a computer terminal with its software installed and it has a certain way that it perceives things. And when there's discomfort in the body, its job is to try to make it comfortable. But whatever it learned while you were three, four, five, six, seven years old or younger, it, it, it wasn't sufficient. It didn't do it, right? Like you're still doing that thing. If, if it worked, the mind would have stopped doing that a long time ago, right? So what we want to work on is helping the body to regulate itself again, helping the nervous system to have a parasympathetic response to downregulate the nervous system, to get the body back into a restful state. And when the body's at rest, the body just heals itself. That's what happens. We've all heard the line, stress is a killer. That's another way of saying your body's not resting right now. And so it cannot heal itself. And you have literally degradation in your DNA and your telomeres and your uh, physiology, like everything is breaking down. In, in Gabor's book, he literally says, when people feel disconnected, isolated, and unwell, I'm, not, I'm quoting a study here, it is on par with smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Let me just say that again. When people are isolated, feeling alone, and not well, like, like they're stressed out about the situations in their life, it is on par with smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's what's happening to your physiology, okay? When you have a friend who's 45, two friends that are 45 and one looks 35 and the other one looks 55, you know which one is living in isolation in their system and living in a deep amount of stress, okay? There's a reason, like I remember when Elon and I first started doing developmental work and we had seen people who were 20, 30 years in these programs and they were like 65 years old and they looked 45. And then we saw other people look 45 and they look 65. Yeah. We're like, holy shit, look at the difference. Like you can actually see it in their physiology because the mind will change the appearance of the body based on the stresses that it's dealing with. And so I want to invite you guys into looking at what we do here in these programs. And you could do that by, you see, there's a link above there, m.me backslash Satori Prime. If you want to get information about our program, we recommend you start with level one. Um, that's how you do that. You just click on that link, write the word change. It's going to take you to our messenger, write the word change. And then uh, the specialists from our team will, will get that. They'll send you information about our programs. There's no pressure to buy anything. We'll just ask you simply, here's a, here's a video to watch. We'll ask you a few questions to see if you're a good fit. And then we'll ask you, are you in? Are you out? Or do you have more questions? If you have more questions, we are happy to jump on the phone with you. Or if you're not comfortable, just have that conversation in, uh, in Messenger, whatever whatever works for you. Um, and, and let us figure out if these programs and what we do here is a good fit for helping you get that need met in your system because you will not believe how much your life, your relationships, your ability to heal yourself, like all that stuff is going to change because you've only known that one way your whole life. And human beings only learn through contrast. So if you've never experienced well-being or safety or satisfaction or performance upgrades in your life until you're on the opposite end of it, the only time you'll ever be like, oh my God, I never felt safe or had well-being is when you've gotten to the other side of it and you do feel that and you're like, wow, look how much better I feel. You know, look how much more I'm capable of being with what's arising in our life in my life. And truly, if you want to be a very confident person, not the overcompensation confident that we often see in this world, right? But like truly confident. Confidence comes from your ability to be with what's so. That whether you like it or not, that doesn't matter. The mind's always going to have an opinion whether it likes this or not, it's good or bad, this, that, right, the other. But like true confidence is truly your ability to be with what's emerging in your life right now. And what's emerging in your life, nobody can control. But imagine you've built this capacity 
to be able to sit with yourself and know how to actually regulate your mind, regulate your nervous system, ground yourself, have a parasympathetic response, feel safe, feel well-being, no matter what situation was happening in your life, that's true confidence. And, and that's absolutely something that you could work on uh, through these programs. And I promise every area of your life will be impacted. Your life will become easier. Your relationships will become easier. Tackling your health will become easier. Letting go of addictions will become easier. You know, full stop on that one. Yeah. And, and I just want to show you guys something. So <clears throat> Guy and I both have um, something called the aura ring. And it's just a ring that you basically put on your finger and it can track sleep and activity and heart rate variability and um, heart rate and sleep and all this kind of stuff. So it has an option where it can actually track meditations. So I've been, instead of like tracking through Insight Timer, which I was doing on a regular basis, I decided to start to track this because I was just curious, like what what's it going to track when I drop into a deep meditative state, right? And what Guy was pointing to is that there's a physiological response to impulses that come from from outside that hit our body. So uh, Michael Singer talks about it. It's like, it's not that the outside world is upsetting you. It's that the outside world hits something and disturbs something inside of you that creates the upset. The outside world has no impact on you whatsoever. But it can point to something inside. Now, where does that something inside come from? That something inside comes from your life, right? Like there were multiple moments in your life that created some sort of rupture or some sort of trauma, uh, whether hard trauma, you know, like someone's like beating you, abusing you, et cetera, or soft traumas, like someone was just not there for you physically, or you cried and someone shut down the crying, right? Like you were breastfeeding and your mom just wasn't producing enough milk. Like all of these things created ruptures in our system. And <clears throat> those things keep showing up time and time again. You know, one that, that I've just seen in myself and uh, I see come up in many, many people is this part of being alone, being abandoned. Right. And even though like my parents were there, they're still married. They're, they're amazing. There was one moment where like I woke up in the middle of the night and they were not there, right? And that moment created that rupture and that trauma and that's it. I've been living with that for the rest of days. And then you create strategies because you're afraid that someone's going to leave you, right? You create all these strategies to make sure that you leave first so that you don't deal with the pain. Now, you didn't do any of that. Like that's not you're consciously sitting there and going, you know what? I, I'm scared that this person's going to leave. So I'm going to do this really weird thing to make, you know, so that I can be the one that, that instigates it. You don't do any of that. All this stuff happens subconsciously, right? There's just internal parts that are so scared. So when I started tracking the aura ring, I was curious to find out because I knew the meditations and how powerful they have been in my life. I was curious to see on a physiological level, if this ring would actually track stuff. So I want to show you something. This was, I did a 20 minute meditation, uh, actually a, a mini practice with someone. So if you've ever done any of our programs, you know what that means. And I don't know if, can you guys see that? Is that? You can't be able to like describe yeah. what they're looking at because it yeah. might be too cool. okay. I'll, uh, Let me make you bigger on the screen actually. So let me, there you go. Try to do it that way so I can point with my other finger. Okay. So that top this way, going down this way, that's our heartbeat. A physical heartbeat, right? So it started, we were at about 64 beats per minute. And through the meditation, it dropped down to 54. So it dropped 10, 10 beats per minute just during a 20-minute meditation, okay? Now, guy was talking about like when you're in th – there's two phases, right? Parasympathetic, sympathetic. So there's either like the fight or flight where your body is just – in freak out, right? It's responding to a threat response, or there's the rest and digest phase where this is your body metabolizes, it metabolizes certain energies, certain emotions, etc. So as the body drops into that, it's doing that. Now, the other one that's even more interesting to me is heart rate variability. This is your heart's, the ability of your heart to just fluctuate 
in the way that it uh, beats. And this is different for every single person. So the, the numbers are irrelevant, but I just want to show you what happens on this graph at, as in this graph, as you drop into deeper and deeper states, you see that like large, large incline, and then it just kind of sits up here on top. That's a physiological response to your body dropping into a rest and digest state. So when someone tells me, you know, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Or how do I have this result in my life? Or how do I have that result in my life? What I want to offer is that if you don't have a skill set, and I'm, this is a learned skill set, what I just showed you. If you don't have a learned skill set of down-regulating your nervous system, then when you are in a dysregulated state, what's going to happen is all the energy is going to shoot up to your mind. And you guys know this very well. Like you're in a threat response. What happens? The threat hits your body. And then what happens? The mind takes over and it is trying to figure out helplessly how to calm you down, how to get how to solve the situation that you're in, right? And then think about how much energy is actually being used by your mind and that entire process. This is what keeps you up at night. So now you're not sleeping well. This is what wakes you up in the middle of the night and the thing comes right back up and right, you're like spinning, trying to figure this thing out. This is what sends you on wild goose chases to find the next book or the next teacher or the next practice because the one that I'm currently doing doesn't, doesn't fit the bill. If this resonates and this rings true for you, just say I in the chat box because it's really interesting for people to get that we're not alone. Like I want you guys to get this is not a you phenomenon. This is a human being phenomenon. Every single human being on planet Earth, this is the process that we are going through. It's just what happens. So if you want off that hamster wheel, right, back to what I said in the beginning, like you need to take different consistent actions or this pattern will continue for the rest of days. We've worked with billionaires. We've worked with People who you look from the outside and they have their life is made. And you know what? They still struggle in just the same way. And the reason that is, is because these patterns, unless they're healed, are going to continue running your life no matter what is happening in your life. You ever notice that like life can be going really swimmingly and then something's going to happen and it completely throws you for a loop? That's because there's that part inside that's still wanting to be healed. And until that part's healed, you're just going to keep looping in this over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And someone said, and you will get sicker and sicker. Yeah. Because what's happening inside has to impact the physical body. It has to. This is why, you know, we have had clients that have tried to lose weight, went on yo-yo diets, all these things. Then they start doing this type of work, don't even work on losing weight and end up shedding dozens of pounds in a very, very short period of time. Why? Because the body doesn't need that level of protection anymore. So it sheds it, right? Your body is designed energetically, like in, in, as an energetic match to the certain rupture or patterns that you run. That's, this is why Guy and I can walk into any room and with very, very, very high accuracy literally point to and let you know how you operate, what the patterns are, where you get stuck, how you are in life, etc. Because your body is created by this energy that's constantly flowing and it flows in a very specific way. Guy and I have this build, you know, this like V shape with a larger upper body, not because we work out or anything like that. I mean, obviously it accentuates it, but it's because our wounding was a heart wound. We were abandoned. We had major, major heartache. And so now in order to protect ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, we created this armor 
this big ass armor that's here. And we would walk through life being able to push energy out to make sure that people couldn't come close enough to hurt us again. Now, I didn't sit there at the age of six and go, you know what I need? I need a really strong upper body and chest to protect my heart. <laughs> I had no say in the matter. Just like you don't have any say in the matter if what you do is you just deal with it and you endure and you just suck it up. You didn't have a, you didn't have a say in that. It was just a strategy, a defense strategy that worked and kept working. And so now it, it was habituated and through that habituation, your body looks the way you do. You have the friends that you have, you have the job that you have, you have the friends that you have, you probably live in the place that you do all out of this pattern. And you're like, I'm fine. This thing doesn't have any control over me. Like I'm, I'm I get to say, no, you don't have any say of how your life goes. This part is the one that has a say in everything. Here's the great news. All of these parts and patterns can be healed. Can be healed. Now they will stay with you forever. These patterns don't disappear. You can't remove them. How many of you guys have tried to remove these things that you have? Yeah. Transformation is a uh, transcend and include model. Everything yeah. has to come with you. And anything that you try to leave behind will fight for its survival in the same way that you would. And I want to ask exactly. Kathy's question after. Exactly. Uh, it's like it's like throwing a kid into a closet and being like, you just stay in here and you be quiet. Let me live my life. Like, no, the kid's going to go berserk, right? So that's what's happening. And so the only way is when we can do that practice that I just showed you with my aura ring, right? When you can learn how to actually down-regulate your nervous system, then the patterns, these defense strategies don't have to be so up front and center, right? Like you're at DEFCON 11, right? Like all the buzzers are beat, you know, you've sent out all the troops. You got snipers on the roof. You got drones overhead. Like everyone's looking for, how are we going to get hurt? How am I going to get hurt? Okay, what are we going to protect? We got to watch, watch your left, watch your right. Like that's, that's how your being is. Okay. Some of these threats are real. Some of them are imagined. It doesn't matter. Your body's having that physiological response. When you can actually go inside and sit with the parts that are really scared, the ones that are being protected, not the protectors, but the ones underneath that, and you can give them what they need and you can help them calm down, then all of these protectors and all of these defense strategies that you've been running also slow down. It's like they get new information and then they can operate differently. And as they operate differently, you can now begin to operate differently. And this is how relationships in your life will seem to be transformed overnight. Like the people that you're with, that you're struggling will no longer be that form of nuisance because the part that is reacting, that keeps getting triggered will no longer be there. Or even if it is, it's going to be so minute in comparison to what it is right now that it'll blow your mind. This is why people can like go and rebuild relationships with parents who they haven't been in touch with for a long time, with uh, siblings, with uh, exes, you know, like all of these things are possible when you're not living from that place. And it really is as simple as learning new skills and practicing those skills over and over. And I will just say this one last thing. The biggest pitfall I know that plagues those that are in a personal development path or a spiritual path is this. And you tell me if this is you to a T. We, the ones that search, the ones that seek, we do everything on our own. We are so fiercely independent. This notion of asking for help, asking for support is not only difficult, it is painful to the point that if we were to do it, it's like admitting that we are weak, that we are incapable, and so we don't do it. 
And this is why you tell me if this is accurate, you read the books by yourself, you watch the videos by yourself, and you're in this bubble of sorts feeding your mind new pieces of information in hopes that at one point you'll be able to come out into the world and be like, all right, I figured it out. <laughs> and that day never comes. And I'm going to burst this huge bubble and I'm going to tell you why. If you're doing this work on your own, it will only ever take you so far. And the reason is this. Think of the ruptures and traumas that we discussed earlier. Did any of those happen while you were in a room by yourself? Or did those happen while someone was there, right? Like maybe they were there and then they left, but like the interaction was with another or the interaction was with a group of others, right? That's how the trauma was formed. So here's the deal. The way the trauma formed, what the system needs to rehabilitate that, it needs to put itself in that environment again. Now, if you were traumatized through a group, right? Like something happened in a group and that created the trauma, then guess what? Going into a group is probably the scariest thing that you could possibly think of. And it's the only way, and I'm I say this like, Boldly, it is the only way that you will be able to create healing around that. You will not be able to read your way or watch your way or listen your way into feeling comfortable being in a group. And I don't give a shit how many times you stand in front of a mirror and visualize like, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be strong. You can say till you're fucking blue in the face and 90 years old, you're still going to walk into that room and all the same shit is going to be triggered inside. And you can talk your way out of it. And you can be like, no, you're stronger than this. You're better than this. They're not scary. They're all naked. Like you can do whatever you want. But the feeling is the feeling. And the feeling's not going away until you put yourself in a safe group environment. And that's going to take something from you, right? Like you put yourself in that group. And then the safety of the group literally melts away that trauma that was created. And once that happens, you no longer need to like walk around and giving yourself pep talks. You won't need it. You'll just walk into an environment and be like, wow. Or if your trauma was about abandonment or inside of a relationship or something like that, right? Well, guess what? The only way to heal that is to put yourself back in that place. You know, we have plenty of people that work with us and like work with our coaches and things like that. And they'll be like, I only want to work with a woman coach. And I'm like, well, why do you only want to work with a woman coach? They're like, well, I feel more comfortable with women. I'm like, great. Let me guess. Trauma around dad when you were really, really young and your relationship with dad isn't great. They're like, yeah. How are your, how's your relation? How's your uh, intimate relationships? Not that much luck there either, right? Probably been divorced once or twice horrible relationships, all that stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, guess what? Do you think that healing is going to come from you working with more women? I get that we want to be where we're more comfortable. I get that. The healing though, that you want, like the life that you want is not through comfort. It's through being in environments that actually trigger the response but what you're doing is you're triggering it in a safe container. And as you trigger in a safe container with someone, a practitioner that can guide you through the process of actually witnessing that thing and then learning to meet it and give it what it wants, that's the healing. And so if you're not willing to put yourself in the environments again, that created the trauma in the first place. I don't know how else to explain it to you, but like you're kind of shit out of luck. You will learn all about it and you can tell me, well, it was because I did this and then my mom was a narcissist and you know, she <laughs> said that and then I had this thing and da da da. But if you're still out there doing the same fucking thing that you were before, 
then what does all the explanation and labels and understanding matter? It makes you sound great. It, you know, it gives your therapist something to, to tell you. But like at the end of the day, if you're still stuck in that, then you, it's time to try something new. And yes, I, is it going to be uncomfortable? Yeah, it'll probably be uncomfortable. The difference is, and we, were, we just had a beautiful session with one of our uh, clients yesterday. And, you know, like when, when someone sits with us or when someone sits with one of our coaches, the struggle has always been that because you've done all the cerebral work and you do this work through the mind, you can just touch that part inside but then the mind is like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to deal with that. And the mind will pull you out and be like, no, 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 let, let's just go uh, read this other thing over here. So you're never actually going into the place that the rupture is. You're just kind of like circling around it and, and getting more and more understanding. When you sit with someone like Guy and I, or when you sit with one of our coaches, what we're in essence doing is we're literally holding your hand and we're going into that dark cave together. We're going into that unknown, that, that dark, painful unknown together. And there's something in, in the sense, and they're studying about this now, where it's like you borrow our system safety because we've cultivated it. You can borrow that. And then that allows you to go deeper into that place. And it's only, right, the only way out is through. So in the going through is the actual transformation, is the healing. And that's why I said, like, it doesn't matter how hard you try. It doesn't matter how much money you spend or how much energy you put towards something. If you're doing it on your own and you're doing it from the cerebral only, I'm not saying like the cerebral is very important, but if you're only doing that, your 2023 is going to look very, very similar to your 2022. And if that's not what you want, like... You have 10 days to kind of figure out and go, you know what? Like, I don't want to do this on my own anymore. I want support and whatever that is, right? Like even saying that, like I want support. Notice how, how much resistance there is to that. All your stuff about not trusting other people comes up. All your stuff about like, well, I'm going to get hurt again. I've done this before. It always leads to me being left alone and hurt, right? Like no, feel all of that. That's what's in the way of you having the life that you want. Yeah. I wanna just speak to a few of the questions that people had here. Um, go back to find out who it is. Uh, I'm sorry, your name slipped by, but you know, you're talking about physical abuse. How do you go back and heal that? And Kathy had asked, where is this? I'll put Kathy's question up if that's okay. She says, uh, how do you heal those things that happened to you while you were in your mother's womb that you aren't even aware of how they are affecting you? For example, what if you were born three weeks late, you weren't getting enough oxygen due to H placenta, et cetera. Um, what else? And she says, uh, does this cause something that, does this cause something that causes pain, hurt or trauma that needs healing? How would you know? And her question is just meditate. So look, I, I, before I made that distinction between growth and performance, right? Which again, just to offer here again, we can handle through learning about responsibility, which simply means your ability to respond. If you don't respond to what's happening in life, you're just reacting, nothing changes. Integrity simply means the ability to have workability in your life. So adding integrity back in, again, there's practices and ways to communicate things to people that, that reinstills. Uh, integrity because again if you have relationships that are not working i promise you the integrity in the relationship is broken long ago um, and then like learning how to create systems of accountability because if there's one thing elon and i have learned oh thanks jennifer for letting me know if there's one thing elon and i've learned is a human being will tell you what they want on monday by wednesday they're doing the exact opposite of anything that has to do with what they wanted on monday right like on monday you commit to a, a diet and exercise by wednesday you're eating chocolate and sitting in front of the tv yeah. so it's like uh, you know, we get very uh, uh, motivation. <laughs> I won't say the word that I want. It's like perspiration. It's there for a moment and then it's gone very quickly. It, it really is like fumes in a car running it. The car seems like it's running fine, but it's it's about to 
die. You know, like it for for people who truly make headway, whether it's in business or relationships, it's it's because they're passionate about it. Elon and I have been doing this business for 11 years, right? We've been coaches. We've been having our coaching business for 11 years. We've been coaching for, I think, at least 18 years. We've been in business together for, what, 17, 16 years, right? There have been challenges, left, right, center, financial, you know, all life, right? Like life happens. You don't continue going unless there's passion behind it. And, and many of us are living passionless lives, right? We're, we're doing what we think we're supposed to do instead of what we actually want to do. And it's because we can't listen to that aspect of ourselves. We're too afraid to listen. Okay, so that's, that's the performance piece. Then there's the healing piece. And again, healing is not necessarily resolution. Healing is wholeness. It's the acceptance of everything. And then resolution is something that kind of happens on its own. Now, here's the thing. We can make resolution happen rather often, and here's how. You guys get to at least consider bringing in a mild echo. I don't know if everyone is, but I'm just going to go small echo. I don't know why. Um, you guys, one of the things we've had to recognize over the years is that there is a divine intelligence to the body. Okay. And again, it's like putting, it's like putting your, your system into a certain environment so that certain things can happen. Our body seems, Rob's going to mute you, to not be able to uh, heal itself until it is at rest. Another way of saying that is a parasympathetic nervous system response. Okay. So when you put the body into a parasympathetic nervous system response, and again, we can do that through practices, interpersonal practices, relational practices that help regulate the nervous system and resource the body. And then in response, the body begins to metabolize energy, right? Think about the, think about your physical body. It is a metabolic machine. You put food in, it needs to metabolize it. It uses the energy and it, and it removes the waste, right? Trauma is like you put stuff into the body, it never metabolized out and the waste never came out. Now it's stuck in the body. Now think when you, if you were to do that with food, we call that constipation. And I don't know about you guys, but constipation is pretty uncomfortable. Now, if you're feeling constipated, is your mind going to have an opinion about that? Is your mind going to try to do something about that? Of course it is, right? It's going to have a response. It's going to be like, that doesn't feel good. We need a pill. We need a this. We need to sleep. We need a drink. Like, it's like, it's like this, 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 right? And it, and it starts kind of operating in this frantic way. That's exactly what trauma is like. Trauma is constipation of energy in your body and your mind is forced to respond, really react. It's not responding. It's just reacting. And it's reacting from these long set programs that were really just strategies, yeah, emotional constipation. And then we have this terminology that we actually use emotional hygiene or energetic hygiene, because what we're basically saying is we're actually helping the body cleanse itself of the bound and stuck energy in the body. And that's what trauma is. Trauma is energy that never fluidly moved out of the system. It got stuck in a part of you. And that's what you feel. That's why you're like, you're in that relationship with that man or that woman. They say that thing, <clears throat> there's that feeling again. And what's happening is, is you're reactivating that energy and it's still not moving. It's stuck. And so the mind is forced to react. And so to go back to your guys' questions, there is lots of stuff for all of us that we don't remember. I don't know about you guys. I barely have any memories before four years old. And even after four to seven, I really don't remember all that much. Life happened. Like I have a four-year-old at home right now. A lot of life has happened to that four-year-old. We'll see how much he remembers, right? So there is all sorts of stuff that you were experiencing as an infant and certainly as a child and even as an adult that you don't remember. And, and a lot of it is intelligently done. Your body's like, that was too intense, and it actually like blocks your ability to see that. That's why people, when they go to hypnosis or start doing therapy or healing work, they suddenly remember, oh my God, I was sexually abused or yeah, like this happened. Like, like how did I not remember that? Like that's the intelligence of our body. And honestly, we need to applaud that. Not that it's stuck, but we want to applaud the intelligence of your body. In the same token, when we go into these states of rest and regulation and co-regulation, in the same token is our body does something. And what it does is it begins to metabolize the stuck energy in the body at the rate at which it does that and which layers of the system it's doing that at is what the body is ready for at any given time. 
And so if you are somebody who experienced physical or sexual trauma, which unfortunately is a lot of people from our experience, that was like one of the shocking things when we first started coaching was recognizing how many people were dealing with abuse. If you're one of those people is when the body is ready, the body will release it. And that's when resolution actually happens for people. Okay. Like, again, we all have this thing that we're like, I just want that to go away. It, it's just not time. And, it, you know, and, and I know you don't want to hear it that way, but that's what we've learned over the 20 years. And for many teachers, it's like when it's ready and when it's no longer a tool for your teaching, it will go away. But until that day, that thing is not one, one single layer. No part of you is just this one thing that happened. Human beings are very dynamic, very multi-layered, right? And it's very complex machines, so to speak. If you think about evolution, evolution is just the, uh, the advancement of more and more and more complex machinery that has led to this consciousness, right? And so when we do work, there's going to be layers. And sometimes you get through a layer and it's like you feel completely different something is resolved and so like i want to just tell you doing developmental work becoming self-aware self-realized it's like everything else in your life it's like you're going to learn a new skill you're going to wobble at first it's going to be a wobbly experience you're going to do a little 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 bit take steps up and then suddenly it's boom quantum leap there's an increase in performance and then again it's going to be like oh nothing's really happening little 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 subtle awarenesses boom quantum leap right and if you keep doing that so the trajectory is always up, but there's always going to be a little bit of a dip and then back up again. Just the way the same, look at just the same way the markets work with stock market, right? There's always dips and then it always ends up going higher. It's exactly the same thing. We, everything is like a fractal that's just doing the exact same energetic dance over and over again. So the way that we see it, your choices are really either to just stay with the program that you have and life will be fine. Like you are fine. You've made it this far. Okay. But if you are looking for a new experience, you want to heal, you want to grow, you want to have better performance, you want to stop living in the same identity and persona you've had your entire life, we're telling you it's absolutely possible. Elon and I have 40 years of coaching between us. We've coached tens of thousands of people. To be perfectly frank, like here and there, people fall off. And mostly it's just like business. You can only fail if you give up. But for anybody who sticks with this for any amount of time, three months, six months, a year, We've never seen it not work out for somebody. And like Elon said, you get to tread some uncomfortable waters because the things that you have avoided, that your system has avoided, your mind has avoided, your entire life that it doesn't want to look at because it's uncomfortable, those are your biggest opportunities for growth. But when you're in a situation with a community and teachings around you that helps support moving through, not around, moving through it, because the way it came in is the way it's going to come out. That's how energy works. It's equal and opposite in force. When you're put into a, you know, this cocoon, this crystallis, where you can face it and you learn how to use your mind, you learn how to use your body so that you go through the experience without re-traumatizing yourself, but actually letting that move through you, letting that grief, that sadness, that anger, that hostility move through you. On the opposite end of it is always more peace, more well-being, more safety, more love, more compassion, more connection everything that we all want in life, because that's our natural state. But what's in the way of that natural state is the stuff that you've collected over the years that has layered on top of you. So those layers come off and that's, and that's the byproduct. It's a natural byproduct. You don't have to think about that. So that's the reality guys, you know, and, and, and I promise you what I can absolutely promise you is the ride is worth it. Yeah. The fear is real. I get it, Linda. And, and I'm sorry for whatever has happened to you and whatever traumas you've experienced. You know, we've worked with so many people and so many things. And sometimes Elon and I, we like shake our head at what human beings have faced and dealt with. But it shows you the resiliency and the strength of people and it inspires you. Um, and look, no matter no matter what you're dealing with, you know, I think for the most part, Elon and I feel at this point in time that we've heard the gamut, although certainly once in a while somebody sneaks in there and we're like, oh my God, like a human being actually experienced that. Um, but ask anybody who's in this community who's been doing this work for any amount of time and they will tell you that it, the profundity and the changes that they experience are far, 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 far beyond anything they could have ever expected. So, you know, whatever your ride is, it's your ride. You can compare yourself to anybody else. Whatever your timing is, 
you can't compare yourself to anybody else. That's your timing. Um, you know, and the one thing we can tell you is, is that there are absolutely um, practices and, and things that we can teach you that without a doubt will transform the quality of your life and the, those around you without a doubt. We know that's our bones. We've been doing this way too long to, to feel any other way about it. So that's the invitation guys. Again, if you're interested in our work, you know, obviously we don't talk about our programs here cause we don't want to, we want to give you as much as we can. Uh, you gotta go. Um, yeah, later buddy. Um, you, again, you can just type in, um, go to m.me forward slash Tory prime. That'll take you right into our messenger and just type in the word change. We have a bunch of specialists that have been doing this work for, for quite some time and they can get you the information and walk you through the process. And again, you know, all we want to know at the end of the day is, are you going to be a good fit for this program? And basically what we're looking for is that you have the, the time, the resources, the desire to be here, um, and that you are choosing it for yourself. Obviously, if you are like in a terrible mental place and you're, that requires professional help, we would say, go get that professional help. When you feel more stabilized, then you can go into these places, do that. Um, and then we just want to know, are you in, are you out, or you have more questions? Okay. That's going to be as simple as the conversation goes and you can let us know how, how it, it suits you. Um, all our programs have, uh, payment plan options. We have financing partners that can help you. So even if you're not doing, you know, extraordinarily well financially, we understand that. Um, and also understand that Elon and I have been doing this for 20 years. We have invested well north of a million dollars in our own education. And so, whatever your thoughts are about cost or whatever, you're essentially saying, I want to go on this ride and I want to accelerate my ability to grow. And I'm going to leverage 40 years worth of uh, coaching experience and working through all sorts of different uh, challenges that human beings go through with people who have uh, worked through these challenges in lots and lots of different ways. Okay. Um, we definitely have certain things that we do for sponsorships at different times of the year. Uh, we're not currently doing anything like that right now, but Mike, you can reach out to our team and, and at least let them know that you're interested. Um, we, we usually don't just give away scholarships. We want to you, you usually do some kind of challenge and based on how people, um, do that challenge as we, uh, we certainly have given programs away in the past to, um, to many people as well. So, um, I, I also want to offer this, you know, um, People often look at spiritual work and they're like, well, it should be free. It should be free. And, and I, I really get that. And I want to tell you that when something is free, you treat it as free. Same thing like when you go rent a car or rent a house, you never treat it with the same dignity and respect as when it's your own stuff. People pay to pay attention. That's the bottom line. We have tried free. We've tried freemium many times over the years. And I can tell you, people just don't do anything with it. You are always going to treat something with the value that you put on it personally. And you'll think, okay, well, no, I'll pay $100 and I'll definitely do the program. You won't. You won't. This is this is the psychology of people. So for a lot of people, even getting into a program like this, asking for support, asking for resources, asking for time off, whatever it might be, is already a major breakthrough for them. And, you know, I've joined enough programs over the years that were way more expensive than I ever thought. I had a coach a few years ago that Elon and I paid $15,000 a month for. Shit, you not. So very uncomfortable. But the fact that we were able to manifest a reality in which that was possible was a major breakthrough for us in our relationship to money, in our relationship to how we value ourselves. And so you want to look at, Am I, am I determining my life solely based on whether or not I can afford something? Or do I want to know myself as a person that even when I, I feel like I can't afford something, I become resourceful and I make it happen. And I promise you, if you are the latter, you will know yourself as somebody you've never known yourself before. And that will impact every area of your life. So for those of you guys, or some of you guys, you look at our programs, you're like, these are so inexpensive. Other guys, you think it's way too expensive, right? Like we can't manage that. We're putting a value on our time and our expertise, take it or leave it. Okay. Again, what we want to know is, do you feel like this is a good program for you? Do we feel like you're a good fit for the program? Do you have any more questions? We're, we're happy to bring you to the promised land. We've had thousands of people go through these programs with just incredible results. Please go watch testimonials on satoriprime.com or ask our team for them. You can even, um, 
if you're on the fence about our programs, have a conversation. There's plenty of people who've been around this work for a few years that are literally waiting to have conversations with people in this community. You can talk to them. Again, just go on Messenger, ask our team. We're happy to support you in anything that we can do to make you feel good about your choice to participate in these transformative programs. And we promise your life will never be the same again. We love you very much. Happy holidays. All the best to you and your family. Uh, enjoy Christmas and Hanukkah and whatever else you're celebrating out there. And uh, again, thank you always for your attention and your time. And we know it's your number one resources. All the best to you and your family. Love you very much, guys. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.